inside, outside, come around. Who's that? Brown. What's good? What's good? Yo, what's good? Not much. Not much. I'm feeling great. It's late. It's another episode of Thin Line Between Sports and Hate. And you know how we do. Charlie Brown, state your name, gangster. Yo, what's up? It's D-Nice. What's up, Charlie Brown? D-Motherfucking Nice is in the building, yo. We in here. We got the New York Ricans from Grown Man Talk. That's us. That's us. Told you guys right. to check out that pilot episode. That shit is fire. You want to hear some real wise from the OG speaking in the hardest streets of New York, straight from Brooklyn, back in the 80s, back when crack was... Was the shit, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 young man, watch your mouth. We, 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 we was like five in the 80s, but you know. <laughs> African Bombata, you know, was he wasn't known for raping kids yet, you know? Yeah, no, that was pre rape. <laughs> no, no, yeah, we're, we're from the post. The post Bambata era. That's right. We, Car- we were like right there. Hey, Carol, the one was still professing. Yeah, yeah, he was he was still in the streets with the Uzi and the eight ball jacket, <laughs> with the cap on. That's right, niggas don't forget That's the right. leather ass cap he had on for the dreads, for the duty dreads. Oh what? The but we feeling good, man. I'm feeling great, man. I, I heard your guys' podcast and that shit had me dying. Yeah, that. Thank you, thank had, you. Appreciate the love. Had me um, rolling, man. We just uh, we're finishing up our, our putting together our second one. Well, actually, our first one was our. The one we put out was kind of a pilot. It was kind of on the fly. So this one, look out for it. Should be refined. Uh, what do you think about it, D? I think, you know, we we started off, we did it on the fly. And this second one is going to be more content, better, more, you know, more format. And, you know, I'm looking forward to having people, you know, give us their feedback. And also, you know, hopefully we can get Charlie down here, man. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. When, I, down here, when man, I heard that, I said, I got to get in on this. But you know what? Real talk, it was just good listening, especially because I was at work and I found me some good reception. I said, let me put this on real quick, put it on the Bluetooth, let this blast for a little bit. And I'm telling you, this, to me, especially as um, somewhat, you know, I'm not youthful as I used to be, but I'm still up. I'm still, you know, still there. You know, acne still growing. <laughs> it's good, you know, it's, it's good to hear. You know, is you know, words of wisdom like that is not preached no more. It's not spread. You know, I know back in your days and even in minds, you know, you know the OGs would talk to you, let you know. You know what I'm saying? Like ever saying, you know, I'm gonna tell you, don't do that. But I'm gonna ride out with you. Right, right. And, uh, That's true. And, and also perspective. I was, I was. We wanted to do was also. You know, they had some OGs out there that was giving you misinformation. Exactly. Yes. And you're like, why am I following this guy? He's like 10 years older than me and he's ain't doing shit. So we're hoping to give a little positive, you know, information to the younger brothers. Yeah, man. You know, each one teach one. uh, I should be. Actually, you know, I'm glad that you said some of the OGs when you came up actually guided you because I don't know, D. I don't remember any OGs guiding us, <laughs> you know? Yeah, damn. So, you know, that's why we feel inclined to, you know, you know, we, we, we're all grown men. We live in a blue-collar world. Well, in our worlds, our blue-collar worlds, or us three. And, you know, we deal with the younger younger guys, and there's a lot of good young men out there that, you know, just need a little, need a little guidance. Definitely, so, you know, definitely. There's a lot of boats out and there. And have a good time doing it. And have a good time. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's funny how you guys mentioned Drink Champs because it actually reminded me of Drink Champs, the way you guys were going back Thank and forth. We'll talking. Take that. That's a oh, big comment. So, that's you know, big, that's why, that I guess that's why the vibe was so cool and, and so, like, homie feel because I'm like, you know, it's like you listening to, to one of the homies talk and you're like, all right, all right, you know what I'm saying? You laughing back. Definitely, yeah. you guys got to leave an email so guys can leave some responses. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, yeah we, we're going to step our game up, start getting our, uh, create our social media platforms right now. Right now, this is, uh, what do you say, grassroots right now? Grassroots. <laughs> grassroots. Grassroots. You know, <laughs> you know honestly, we're, we're trying to get all, all, all our fuck-ups out the way before we, uh, you know, go public. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's good. That's You know, that's how I was doing it, too. You know, um, you got to... Sometimes you got to roll with the punches, man. You fall, you just got to tuck and roll, get right the hell back up. Uh, sure. Yeah, but I'll tell you one thing, uh, not to cut you off, uh, Hustle. You know, for those who don't, who don't know, Mr. Charlie Brown, to me, sometimes referred to as uh, Charlie Hustle because <laughs> his hustle is just 
uh, unmatchable. Appreciate that. This this young man. I don't know gets about unmatchable. I, I still got to compete with you. I wouldn't say unmatchable, man. You're, no, but you up there. Serious, you up bro. there, young man. You you a hustler. You a I, grinder. I appreciate and, uh, that. You, you work you work all day and you put this down. But uh, I wanted to tell you that we both sat uh, down and listened to your last NBA episode. And man, good episode, brother. Bravo. Good if luck. I had, if I had the, if I had the soundboard, I'd definitely <laughs> give you a long applause. Yo, I, yeah. if my if my other iPad wasn't there, I definitely would have did the soundboard, man. I'm mad. And, <laughs> and and you know, Charlie, I, I listened to it and I'm I'm I love NBA and I thought it was. It was a great take on what's happening now in the NBA. Yo, good you had noble man. Yeah, noble I feel like you good. guys have a great camaraderie, and it was back and forth. And it was a lot of the things that, you know, you spelled out what's going on and giving, giving guys actual stats and, and what you like and what you don't like. And, and I found it refreshing. You know what I mean? Good luck. Really good. good really, really good. Yeah, I don't know nothing about the NBA. I haven't watched basketball since Charles Barkley was a sixer. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know. It, it, it sounded great. I mean, I, just the 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 uh, the show itself it was just really good. Yeah, I, oh, I appreciate it. that. Kind of made me want to start watching the NBA. I appreciate yeah. that because you know what? That's what I want to. You know, definitely want the narrative to be that if you don't know basketball, don't feel bad. You can come learn it. You know, I'm not here to insult nobody, belittle anyone. You know, I, I tell fanboys they welcome to argue with me. You know, let's talk sports. That's what it's about. You know, a lot of people don't do that no more, man. Nowadays, shit is dead. That's, you know, similar to, like, why I sound like your guys' podcast as well, because a lot of things are missing, similar to the grown man talk, to, like, the barbershop vibe with sports. You you can't talk sports like you used to anymore, you know. Uh, A lot of these young kids don't know how to say anything besides, oh, you stupid. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, that's not, you know, and I want them to understand that young men, that's not how you want to debate. Bring some substance right. to it, you know. Bring some stats. See something other than, nah, that ain't right. Because why? Why? Why that ain't right? <laughs> you know, so, you know right, nobody right. knows how to argue anymore. You know, nobody's like, I can tell everybody, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. John Starks oh, was my favorite player growing up. Everybody I knew was a Jordan fan. Would I argue Starks was a better two guard? Hell no. And that's what I mean. A lot of guys <laughs> don't know how to say, take away the bias and say, you know, you're right. He is a better player, but this is still my favorite. Just keep it on hundred. So, Hustle, let me ask you a question, sis. I know <clears throat> nothing about the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that my brother D over here is well-versed. And uh, Talk this to me. conversation will probably be you two guys. I'll just be chiming <laughs> in and asking maybe some of the dumbest questions y'all you've heard. Nah, about, no but, such thing, bro. But, uh, no such thing, Unc. Is, is LeBron really the best? You know... When they say the best, I always think of, <clears throat> excuse me, the era. Because to me, you can't be the greatest of all time because there's always somebody there in the next generation that's going to take you. But in that aspect, in this era, basketball is softer. I'm just keep it real. The hand check-in is gone. You know, back in the 90s, and D, I, I know you can agree with me, you wasn't coming down that lane without getting beat up. Oh, for sure. You know, you was you was getting a, your jersey grabbed. You were getting uh, clothes. Yeah, yo, head, <laughs> LeBron's head. What are saying that it's gotten softer? It's, def- it's definitely softer because the definitely league is based on scoring because scoring brings ticket sales. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Um, and I'm not saying LeBron is not awesome. Definitely, he has one of the best IQs I've ever seen since Magic Johnson. You know, this man is six nine playing point guard and can play point guard as well as anybody in the league. Who's, who's a real floor general. Steve Nash, CP3, if Steve Nash was still active. Um, he doesn't have the greatest jump shot. And athleticism takes over a lot. And to me, uh, if you compare it to, to say, uh, uh, Steph Curry, and this not to be a fanboy, Steph Curry's 6'1", dropping 51 points. But you know what? His skills. He's got handle. He's got a jump shot. You know, he's got a feel for offense better than LeBron. It all depends on how you look at it. You know, I'm not, I wasn't a Bulls fan, but Jordan is the GOAT. I'm sorry, somebody who's, I got to agree with somebody. Somebody would, you know. (laughs) Hold on, you being biased? You know, I want to, I want to be, I don't want to be biased in in terms of of relating, but 
you know, Jordan was a defensive player year in, year well, out. Well, too, yes. He was on the yeah, defensive he, all-NBA team even all until NBA his last team. last days in, in Chicago. 100%. Correct. And, and, and the league was different. I don't want to sound like, you know, biased in, in that sense of where the league was at. But, you know, LeBron had multiple teams. When he couldn't get the chip, he aligned himself with other players. 100%. That's fine to do that, but it was, you know, he didn't do like Jordan did. Jordan was a Chicago Bulls player, and he said, bring me the supporting cast. LeBron has said, this isn't working. These guys, bring me this guy, doesn't work. All right, I'm out of here. And then time and time again, which is, I think, where a lot of players are going now. They're saying, let's take this pressure off getting a chip, and then I'll forecast my my career where I want later to and, yeah, later later exactly. down exactly and you know you know what and I try not to be biased because you know what I like what you said because that's one hundred percent correct because you know why a lot of players and um even a can relate to this Charles Barkley as great as he was no ring Patrick no ring. Patrick Ewan no ring Carl Malone no ring so I guess now and I, I guess you know at certain you know perspective i can't be mad either you're great you're a legend you're like damn i don't want to go out like dan marino i don't want to go out without no chip man this, this is gonna suck they're gonna say this is why i can't get over the hump because i didn't have the greatest accolade in sports and that is the chip but like you said it's the way about doing it that's how i feel maybe it's a little old Can school. I ask a question go ahead would we i'll ask this to both of you guys does the championship define you as a player? Absolutely, I think. Okay, no, I, I, <laughs> absolutely, I'm because I think what happens is when you have players that are so close in skill set or whatever, mm-hmm. that chip is what discerns them from being mm-hmm. what their legacy is built on. How many championships you have? It's, it, it's, it goes around to a lot of sports, even even baseball. Like the yeah. Yankees are defined. You have, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think New York is the most unforgiving town when it comes to Whew. fans are the worst. Well, you yeah. either win or <laughs> other towns you go to, they they'll their team could lose year in and year out their fans. Over here, they'll mm-hmm. pull you out and then it's like, Oh, I love Manning, and then oh, <laughs> like you were telling me how good he was when you won the chip, and now he's terrible. So, so how yeah. were the Knicks able to play in Madison Square Garden? Oh, hold on. <laughs> True, I and- thought you didn't know about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, yo, he, I, I know the Snapple facts. He's the a, Knicks don't win. <laughs> yeah, that's the championship, shit, man. That's like logic in the air, man. That's not even the Snapple fact no more. But to piggyback <laughs> on what he was saying, I mean, he he's right. He, he's definitely right because you got to think about a perfect example. You go to the '80s, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird ruled the '80s. What sep- yeah. what separate them by saying who was the better player was the championships, right? Magic, right. Magic won more, beat them more. Hit the um 1985. Don't correct me. It's been a while. I believe it was 1985 and they lost in '84. He hit the uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar hook shot to um in Boston to win it. So um, that's what separated them. What separated, you know, like I said, errors, because after that, it was your bad boys. And what separated them, they had to get over the Lakers. And they did it back-to-back years. So, yes, championships do define you as a player. Not, you know what, and I hate to say it, not all the way to the degree. And it's like very, it was, I would say, 10% of it. Is, it, it does it because you have players like Robert Horry, who has, I think, right. seven or nine or nine championship rings. And uh, Big Shot Rob, though he was clutch, Big Shot Rob wasn't dropping 20 a game, 25 All a right. game, you know. <laughs> so so absolutely, to, absolutely. I, I have to ask a question then. And I'm just <laughs> going off of my ancient knowledge, mm-hmm. ancient alien knowledge of basketball. So what about guys like uh, – I'm not going to say <clears throat> Bill Cartwright. <laughs> he got a couple rings. That's a, that's a very good example of what I just said with Robert Horry. Exactly. You're, yeah. you're spot yes. on. Right. Dominant players in their prime and then after had to become role players and then fit in fit in with a team for contribute and become champs because they were aligned in, in their old age with younger players. But I think, I want to say, Charlie, when you when you look at Jordan, the difference is now, Players are aligning themselves with other marquee players to beat other guys. When when Jordan was stopping 
guy's careers like exactly. he, nobody could win because he was winning. Unless you know, like retired. if you had a if you had a team, your team was losing because Jordan was stopping you. So nobody made that prominence of ever winning. There was guys that were one, two, they had two <clears> all stars, <throat> couldn't win. Jordan would just kill them. Hey. And it was it. And then, like you said, Carl Malone and, uh, and, and what's, what's, what's John Stockton. Stockton. Yeah, John he Stock. killed them in '96. Uh, <laughs> the flu game, the, the famous <laughs> flu game. And you know what? Um, when you go going back to the LeBron James, and you know what? No way I tell people I'm not trying to sound like I'm hating, but like you just said, the dominance, right? Stockton and Malone, <clears throat> probably arguably the best big man, small man pair. It was like Batman and Robin. basketball history, yes. right? They mastered and showed everybody this is the pick and roll. Nobody was doing yes. the pick and roll like that because you didn't have a power forward that shot it like Carl Malone from 15 to 20 feet out. So they revolutionized the game in that. And look at that. They still couldn't win the chip. And this is the thing. Jordan beat them. In fashion, there was no game seven with yeah. Jordan. With LeBron James, there's a <laughs> lot did. of game sevens. And guess what? Nine finals appearances, three yep. three wins, six He L's. stopped all these. You want to call – you know what? All these teams that you could say that were dominant. The C- Super Seattle Yo, Super Sonics, arguably you know, one of the – not hey, to cut you hey, off. Hold Gary on. Payton. Hold on. Not hey, to cut hey, you hey, off. Seattle Real Super quick. Sons, I know that team. <laughs> they, had, they had the original LeBron. Yo, they really? had Sean Kemp straight out of high school, baby. It was I a, remember him. I had his sneakers. Them shits was fly. Yo, but here's the thing. Not to cut you off. Uh-huh. That year, Seattle arguably, even in NBA history, percentage, what they did was on the defense offense, one of the best teams that ever – fucking do it. That team was supposed to wild out and they did. They did all the way up until they met the Bulls. It was and then when the thing was they weren't even as talented. Like you said, Gary Payton, Dead Left Strip, Dana Barrows, yes. uh, Hershey Hawkins, um um Nate McMillan, Sean Kemp. That team was deadly. Dead Left Shrimp was was he made the Aaron cool. Listen, the glove was serious man. The, the glove but the you glove, know what? The glove, that's right. The glove. I remember that. But you know what? He going out as a G because he won one at the end of his career. Like yeah. Dominique Wilkins. Yes, with the Miami yeah. Heat with D-Wade. Dominique won. finally got a ring. Yes, he did with San Antonio. But here's the thing. Dominique finished, I believe, in like 12th in Dominique the score. was the original Jordan, so Jordan just shit all over him. Hey, the only man to beat <laughs> yeah, Jordan. In the, he's the only there's always somebody. There's always somebody coming right behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, you know, and, and I want to say that Jordan... You know, and then you had, you know, the same thing. Barkley, yes, and, and um, Phoenix uh, Suns were great. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Johnson, Kevin, uh, yeah, man. Oh, Dan, Dan Marley, Dan Marley, Danny Ainge was still great. And Big Boy, what was Yo, Oliver name? Miller? Oliver you Miller. You said Danny Ainge. He was still great on the Phoenix Suns because he was he was that taxi. I don't know shit about basketball. Best GM. <laughs> best. Oh, oh, little, by far. It, oh, best. Listen, best, bro. I know that little white boy won a lot of rings because I remember seeing him on a lot of in a lot of he championship won, games. He won with um the Boston Celtics. That's who drafted him back in the eighties. Then he went one with with the uh, Bulls. He was a Bull. No, that wasn't yeah. him. That was Paxson and Kerr. You're, you're confusing them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're confusing <laughs> two white guys that can shoot. They all can guy. shoot threes. That's you the problem. Guys like. <laughs> they all point guards that can shoot threes. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, Steve Kerr. I don't pa- know shit. They had Steve Kerr and Paxson. That's, that was the uh, two, uh, two. Paxson, that's right. You're yeah, Paxson. Charlie, yeah. I, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. So, where do you stand? And what, what's your opinion on the Golden State Warriors as, as they are right now in terms of you think that anyone can topple them, or do they? Because do they are they beatable to you? A competition, anybody beatable? Absolutely. <clears throat> but the problem is, and here's the thing: playoffs is a seven-game series. That's the problem. Do you have enough energy night in and night out to be flawless? Because you have to be, unless they're off. And it's rare they're off, and their chemistry just looks unbelievable from the start this year. How they let Curry rock one week, 51 points. They let Clay rock this week, 52 points. Um, they just – and they play good defense, too. Uh, I don't, don't – if I had to give a team it would be in the West, I would say the Denver Nuggets, and that's it, man. Arguably – you know, Golden State the way, and I, you know, I want, I want to even go back and break, break you know, uh, grow a grown man holler to um, 
you know, Mark Jackson. I feel like, you know, as oh, they say, right? Love Mark. Can't, <laughs> Jones. You can't, you can't, um, you know, you can't praise the butterfly without, without praising the caterpillar. No, that's and right. That, that's, mm -hmm. that's where they started with, with, um, you know, he, he gave them a system. They came in and they, they started winning when, when they started playing more unselfish basketball. But if that's you think right. about it, you know, then you had, uh, um, Kerr come in and continue to do the work that was already started. And when Mark Jackson, remember when they wanted to trade freaking Clay Thompson? Oh, uh, yeah. They wanted to trade him. And he said, uh-uh-uh-uh. He said, no, I, I, I would not. And management loved him. I mean, he was the next coming. And they thought he was a Larry Bird type play, you know, transcend. You know, I don't want to compare them because they're both white. But I don't know. Maybe, you know, they're, they're, those are the similarities they have. And they wanted him bad. And he said, no, I, I'm. I'm. I love my team, mm -hmm. and one of the best things that happened was look at um, uh, Monte Ellis. <laughs> oh yes, they trade. Yes, think they, about that. They had to get rid they of Monte. Thinking about, man, I had like they were thinking about trading um, Steph because they, you know, it was it was up up in the air. Two guards coming in, and Curry's always getting his his ankles up. They were the bag of Doritos. Them shits yeah. was always. <laughs> Them shits was always crunched up. Dead ass, man. Them shits was a bag of Doritos. Go ahead, man, You because you preaching right now. Yo, hold on. I, I got to take a minute and and, and 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 say, man, was that a grown man proverb? <laughs> the whole butterfly caterpillar thing? I, I guess it is. I heard it in, in, in reference to that. All right, you know, try to keep that on our show. That was a little, a little, a little jealous right now. You got hit with a grown man proverb. You got, I like that I like grown that man proverb. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so, you know, going back to them, I think that the system, you know, that system was in place because the system is very similar and it's even if you look at it, Indiana Pacers balls based on the same exact setting picks. Your mm -hmm. big man going out. You had the Davis brothers when you had Indiana. Mm -hmm. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. Antonio Davis and Dale Davis. Yep. Reggie Miller is your prototype new age player. He was a guy they say he didn't have a, a pop and shoot. He didn't have much of a of a. Yeah, he, well, he, he, dribble, he didn't have up. he didn't yep. have the build and he wasn't a point guard. And, and, he didn't and when have they pops. were in the finals. Not in the finals when they were in the playoffs with the Sixers and Larry Miller screamed out, "Run up on on um Reggie Miller! He can't dribble." <laughs> and he heard that and he said, "I was offended by that because that was his coach." But he shouted him out and they ran up on. And Reggie Miller was a great, you know, like the the current NBA. He lit up the Knicks. They had yeah. a good team. <laughs> I'll never forget that in the Garden. I was watching oh, that God, live. Lit us up in nine seconds. <laughs> I watched that live as a little kid and cried, man. Wow. Keep it a hundred. I, I cried. I think, I think you and Spike Lee cried. I cried to choke, bro. Wasn't that like Spike Lee's mortal enemy? Yeah, like, it was. Like, he used to talk you shit know, it's to crazy. Him, right? Like, he was scoring and turn around but and him. Reggie Miller's one of the best um, sports uh, uh, commentators, man. He's, commentators, yes. And I, shooting yeah, guard, I, I think. I, I really uh, yeah, I hate him. I hate it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, because he's not. Who's, who's Reggie Miller? Cheryl Miller's brother? Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but back to your point, you know, it's funny, because uh, me and Nobleman was talking about that. We always say Mark Jackson playing the seed. And I said, all <laughs> Steve Curry is a great gardener. Mark Jackson playing that Absolutely. seed, all he did was keep it watered, keep it nice, so he can keep blooming. And that's what you he... can't tell. You can't tell me that you know that team that Mark Jackson's he big built, impact. He built because that. You got Luke Walton coming in, seamlessly win with this, with you know not knowing much about coaching off the bench, mm -hmm. and he continued. Those players were self motivated, uh, already well coached, trained. They went in there, and they knew what to do, the same way they do now. And you know, I you know, I, I hopefully we can go on the Knicks maybe for a minute. Uh, my team. Oh yeah, definitely my team too. Well, I got a question for you right after that, but go ahead, finish your point. I got a a good question for you since we're talking about the coaches and you mentioned Luke Walton. Definitely got a question I asked on my podcast. I want to ask you. Sure. Um. So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Um. So like you mentioned Luke Walton and you talk about the Mark Jackson is he Steve Kerr? You're absolutely right. Right. Here's my thing. Um, I was talking about the Lakers with somebody on my job, and they're a Lakers fan, not a LeBron fan. And he thinks that LeBron actually hurt the Lakers by coming there because they had great young talent that they drafted. And um, Luke Walton was an up-and-coming coach. They won 35 games in a competitive West with a bunch of rookies. Um, Randall, who's killing it in um, Houston, 
And now, you know what? They got LeBron, and they only got him for four years. They only signed one more player when LeBron leaves. Then what? Then who you sign after that? So, you know, it's always turmoil. My thing is, do you think LeBron actually hurt the Lakers by coming in or no? I, I said no because, listen, I mean, he is who he is, you know. He puts right. – he, he puts – listen, the Lakers are now a, a playoff contender for the seventh or eighth seed. So, I said no, you know. But I can understand where he was coming from. But I want to know what's the perspective on that. My perspective is, you know, when it comes to that, uh, the 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 Los Angeles Lakers, I think that that's always been the 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 you know Dr. Bus. When it comes to that, that's what they've always done. Mm-hmm. They've always had a marquee player, top of the NBA, on their lineup. There's mm-hmm. nothing that they're doing except what they mm-hmm. always done. When they had Kobe, they had to align Kobe first year. You saw Kobe going through the growing pains, and that's what they're saying. We're gonna give you the best player, arguably player of this generation, and you guys got to start playing. That's because a very Kobe, good point. Yeah, Kobe is the same thing. It's always been like that. With the, You know, the Lakers have learned, have a formula for mixing old with new, and they always have gone after the marquee players. They just, the last couple of years, you know, because, and I think a lot has to do with management, they weren't able to, and, and they were like, mm-hmm. kind of like coasting until they get money or whatever that situation management was, but they've never done anything except what they're doing and actually they've gotten the best player and I think LeBron is comfortable and he's looking at greener he's looking at his turn his he's looking at his career as what am I going to do after basketball after basketball yeah right I'm I'm content with knowing I'm going to still pad my numbers and I'm going to probably win a chip or two because you know what I don't think Walton is going to be there I don't think oh he's gone he's gone he's gone and I really don't think that you know LeBron cares for coaches. That's what he, you know, he thinks. My right. man, 100%. He doesn't My care. Man. No, he doesn't. The only time that he had no choice was Pat Riley was playing that shit in Miami. Right. And I think a lot of times. If you and that's why up, he left. Because he was like, yeah, you know what? Because, I can't be in charge. Fuck. I got to go. Yeah. And, and the thing is, LeBron, and if you look at, I, I think Ball is going to have a difficult time. Mm-hmm. I think any anytime he's had. A point guard that has been able to 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 you know to hold on to the ball a little bit more than him it's been an issue and I think that that's going to hurt them and I think Walton is is you know he's a serviceable coach I don't think he's a really good coach for what they have I mean they don't he he's he probably fit over there you know in Golden State as an assistant but here building up youth and then mixing LeBron that ain't gonna work yo everything I've said you you damn near repeat it verbatim. I fucks with you, <laughs> straight up. Because I I I'm seriously I, I I've told been, you he knew some ball. I know everything. I didn't know he knew it that well. Nah, but. he's a hundred percent spot on. Because one, Magic didn't hire Luke Walton. Two, we watched LeBron's career. Um, Brown gone. Tyron Lou was a first time coach. Look at him gone within six games. He was almost Charlie. Am I right? He was almost gone. Here or there, over there. Oh, man, that nigga almost had a heart attack coaching LeBron last mm-hmm. year because they weren't even getting along to keep it a hundred. And yep. because what people don't understand, he was he is difficult to coach. See, that's why you need somebody like a Phil Jackson because you know what, you got a you got a line, you got the mightiest line, you got the king of the motherfucking jungle. But guess what, he got to be tamed. He got to be tamed. And, and I think the problem with LeBron is he's always been that type of player that he. He doesn't respect coaches because mm-hmm. he understands that, from his perspective, he he wants to be a floor general. Yep. He wants to call plays. Mm-hmm. A lot of things, you know, a lot of times the coaches want to go through a certain system or run offense, and that doesn't work for LeBron. LeBron wants to dictate the game. And that exactly. And I, I asked Nobleman, you think LeBron being too smart, you think that's a bad thing? Because there are times, for example, when he wants to play coach GM, I didn't think Tristan Thompson deserved to come back, especially for the money that he got him. Talk about he got him paid for what? Right. <clears throat> I think he gave eight rebounds, it's eight crazy. points, and uh, a block and a half a game. Laugh- <laughs> laughable because he what goes the fuck and is says, that? he said, on the, right, during uh, preseason, we're still the guys to beat. And everybody's like, what? Beat who? Like, who the fuck are going to beat? You know, he's like, we're still, you know, and people have said it. You, are you aware that LeBron's not on your team no more? The dude, it, you know, like, I don't understand where he's coming from. That team no, is either. a turmoil of coaching. They're that organization is. 
that organization is fucked up, man. That poor um rookie point guard they drafted who's so good, he's gonna he's gonna end up messed up because he's in an organization that has no identity, no nothing, no structure. That's how you ruin good players. Seriously, Kyle right. Sexton is going to get messed up because you know what? That kid is already playing not so great, and that's not good because I watched him in college. He was great. His confidence is, is taking a hit. It, 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 it is because you know what? He's got to carry that burden, and you know what? It's bad because you have veterans like Kevin Love. But yeah, you know I what? Know what's going to happen with that dude hustle? Mm. I, I know what's going to happen, man. Talk to me. I'm telling you. Tell us. My <laughs> man. <laughs> I know he's he's just picked up a copy of Fake It Till You Make It <laughs> and by D Morales. Fake it till you make Fake it. it till you Wish make it, want it, be it, and that's it. You know, that's he's it. going through that's the good. motions because I want to say with, with you know with, with the Cavs, a lot of these teams, you know, when you get a player like that and you let them dictate, you cannot have a player, I don't care who it is, dictate. What mm-hmm. you do is you got to get a competent general manager. You can't have him mm-hmm. dictate what you do on as for moves and, and finances. And that's what he's always done that. <clears throat> he's doing Cleveland. You know, LeBron did Cleveland the same way twice. Dirty. Miami, dirty. I don't care. Was, yeah. Thank you. He did them dirt, dirty he don't twice. He, he's like, you know, he, he it's like a bad marriage, you know. He's like, I'm going to give you a second shot, but you got to do this, that, and the third, or I'm out. Knowing he's gonna be out anyway, anyway y'all. You know I mean? He just so, wants so the would pussy. Would you say LeBron is like Lester from Casino? <laughs> definitely, I, 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 definitely. The Cavs are Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Taking him back? Yeah, always taking him back. Always like, taking him back. But you know what's also, you know, you know, um, also what's wrong too? Um, the Cavs were stupid because you knew he wasn't staying, and you did no preparation for life after LeBron. You just said, you know what? We got a good draft pick, man. We're going to make it on him. You, you're not drafting the next LeBron. You get, they had – after LeBron left the first time, before Kyrie, you know who they drafted, right? Because they had another number one pick before Kyrie. Uh, this kid, Wait, uh, Wiggins, was it? Nah, man. That was after um, – what you call it, Kyrie? Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett. <laughs> pick number – I couldn't believe this guy went in the first round. He was all right. I mean, but it in just... college he was great. What the hell was he? Yeah, small hands, small hands. Same thing. <laughs> Life after LeBron, they get they got a good um pick. They thought everything was good. That man couldn't do shit. They ended up out of God bless them with Kyrie. That's why I thought they should have never got rid of him because they should have never got Kyrie. That was he should be. Hey, Kyrie. By the way, Kyrie thought, hey, we we were, you know, I came in here and played the soldier. And I, I propelled this franchise and played my ass off. And then you come and then you, yep. like, you, know, you bring keys LeBron. to like the I, city. What the hell? Was, Le- yep. He held the team down for a whole season when they won that chip. The last chip. They, he held them down. LeBron was like, you know, LeBron was busy, you know, doing what he's doing. And I want to say that, you know, father, you know, father time is going to eventually succumb. We cannot, you know. I don't know, man. That, yo, that dude, listen, man. He's still either getting a triple double or flirting with it every night, and he's thirty four years old. That shit is crazy, oh, shit. bro. That's old man bitter talk. <laughs> that shit is that shit is crazy, bro. I said the same thing a year ago. I said, you know, maybe he he'll be on a little decline. I mean, don't get it switched. He is on some decline because yes, he is not on defense like that no more. Definitely. I mean, to me, he was never a superb defender anyway. He would just run behind you and block you. He wasn't. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I never understood that anyway. Oh, he's a support. The nigga would jump behind and block you. Wait till you get like in front and be like, oh, I can catch up to this nigga because he is so incredibly fast. And and Charlie, you know what's another thing? You know, I always get this guy's a lockdown defender. Like, how's he a lockdown defender? I don't. Know. I, you know, like all I'm talking about in general, a lot of players. And when you look at LeBron, of course you can be a lockdown defender when you're guarding a guy that's. Four inches. <laughs> you should like and you're, uh, and you're twenty pounds less than you. Right, and the guy that you should be guarding that night, you know, you're putting J.R. Smith or somebody. Yo, else you brought up him. such a great point, bro. That is the thing that separates, to me, another a point that separates him between Kobe and Jordan. Kobe and Jordan wants to guard the best. Player on the fucking court and shut him down, score in their face, and let you know 
you getting fucked up tonight, homie. When I saw how KD, when I saw KD abuse him last um earlier this year, walk down the motherfucking court and just shoot the three in his face, hold it, took a picture and say, yeah, I'm gonna send that on Instagram. I was like, damn, homie, Do it for the grand. homie, like you getting lit up. KD's lighting your ass up. You know, and, and that's, that's what you say. And and other teams, yes. You know what? You're right. J.R. Smith is gone. Kevin Love is gone. Why aren't you guarding him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. Because he gets he gets I tell people if you watch earlier in his career, because I was more I was a mellow fan. I so I always watched Denver oh, play too. Cleveland. And I saw it twice. You can watch it on YouTube, folks. Twice. Mellow busts his ass, hit a game yep. one that LeBron cried and ran to the locker room. Oh, and, and, and tr- he cried, so and that's a go. I know, and and I want to say, yeah, you know, you know, Jordan well, never faced cried. Detroit, and they were the best best team, and that defeat. But he he catapulted himself. But what what we, you know, I'm sorry to be, but you brought up Carmelo, and I want to say I'm also Carmelo. But isn't it sad to see the decline of Carmelo Anthony? His fault. It is. It's so sad. It's always great. You know what? It's sad that old um great players in their career like that in New York because same thing with Stephon Marbury. Yeah. I think, think about Carmelo, it. Same thing Carmelo, after the at the Knicks, niggas declined so badly. I know. And I think Carmelo Anthony's a little punch drunk. <laughs> I think he's he doesn't realize that his career is going down. I think he wants to blame people. And it was all right when he was in New you know, I think that maybe we could we could bridge it over to New York. I wanna hear what what I want to hear your state of New York, and, and what do you think? Hey, don't beat up on Carmelo, man. His wife, he got done. <laughs> no, no, power, you know man. what? No, you know what? I, he Carmelo wasn't the same after that. He wasn't the same after that episode <laughs> no. of power, my man. Don't be hating on You stupid. <laughs> and then they passed. You stupid. Yo, I was fucked up. <laughs> now what? But, you know, real true say, he's going in the Hall of Fame. Um, arguably top five, top ten scorer in NBA history because at this Still man's peak, there was no – nah. But no he, yo, <laughs> but you know he what? Don't even have a marriage. You know, you know, I'm like, what you know is, who I'm gonna compare what, what him to? What category does he go in at the uh, Patrick Ewing Award? Yeah, you know <laughs> who I'm gonna compare him to, and you would know him, and you would know him at uh, Bernard King. Remember I Bernard knew Bernard. King? He was from Fort Hamilton. Bernard King he played for Fort Hamilton High School. Baddest motherfucking scorers yeah, in, the, in the in the in the world, bro. Nah, Bernard. the baddest Nick was Alan Bannister. No, nah, I'm talking about scoring. <laughs> you stupid. Alan <laughs> Bannister had that 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 growth on his neck. <laughs> it was sweat. I would watch I would watch the Knicks on Channel Nine, and I couldn't even focus on him shooting the ball. <laughs> stupid. I was like, what the fuck is that on his neck? <laughs> is this Star stupid. Trek or is this Channel Nine NBA? <laughs> well, Star Trek did come on Channel Nine. That's, that's how old he is. NBA and Channel Nine. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Yo, he used to be so bad. Let me tell you something. He used to be so bad in the NBA when when there was a break, like a uh, halftime. They would still have the camera on the court while they were cleaning the court. I shit you not. You're like, yeah. The cameraman went to use the bathroom. They didn't even know what to put between that. They couldn't even get no no sponsors. Damn. Yo, oh, did you want, did want, you have to did you have to put aluminum foil in the, in the antenna? <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> right? Oh, did you shit. have to do that? Um, but what you were saying, D, uh, the state of the Knicks. Oh man. Um like yo, like Ed said earlier, man, they bought your your books, volume ones through ten. Fake it till you make it because <laughs> they got enough cap to sign two players let next season. Um, right now, Fisdale is feeling everybody out because you know what? That roster's going to get a complete rebuild next season. Uh, was- they did. They didn't, um, you know, they didn't um sign Porzingis to an extension. A lot of people were mad about that. I think that's a good that's- move. Oh, excellent move. This kid hasn't been healthy since the beginning of his career. Um, also, he complained his first season as a young 19-year-old talking about he was tired. Tired. I agree. Like, I tired. Stamina. Man, yeah, how do you I get worked, tired Bro, I worked two that's, jobs. That's snuck it, I, I worked two jobs, did school, snuck into clubs, and still five time, you know, <laughs> to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, come that's on, That's why you the hustle, man. <laughs> You know, hustle man. Good look. I don't even understand. Every day that. He's hustling every day. He's hustling. <laughs> I got to get that as a sound bite. That's what's up. But um, true sec. Be honest with you. And I told I, I tell a lot of people, don't be surprised if he's not there. 
You know, no men said the same thing because you know what? Health is a big thing. And I need I need to see how you come back from a devastating ACL injury. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have a tall seven footer who can move very well. Um, you've always been, you know, very skinny. You look like the skeleton in the biology class. <laughs> you know, dead serious. Um, but his, his, his game is serious. He can move. And when you're a seven footer and you're that mobile, to me, you're more you're more prone to having injuries to your lower your lower extremities. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Uh, quads, that's... hamstrings, feet. Yao Ming, for example. Yao Ming was the problem that his back or anything had the issues. His foot went out. You know what I'm and, saying? And, and those type of injuries, like you're speaking of, I think that genetically, people, you know, I'm, a, you know, if you notice, a lot of these guys are having all these injuries. Oh, some people more might and more, say definitely. That, they might say that it's when you change the structure. Some of these people are European. They're not used to putting on 20, 30, 40 pounds of muscle. They want these guys to bulk up, but their body's not made for that. And he's seven feet tall. That's and, a very good point. You know, Charlie, I'm, I'm, you know, I want you to finish what you were saying about the Knicks because I want to hear some that's, more about that. That's a very good point. I, I, I like that. That's a very good point because you know what? Before I get back on the Knicks, Jordan and Kobe always said that, know your body. Your, know body, your body, know your body. You know, Kobe. I think you. I know you definitely know. Remember that year he put on like mad muscle. Yeah. Then, <clears throat> the next year he took it off. Why? Because he had so many shoulder injuries. Because his body wasn't made for him to carry that much muscle. You know, a same thing with a Mecca for He had too much muscle. He said he had to drop oh my God, yeah. a lot of the muscle because it was just too much wear and tear, especially when you're jumping that high and you know you're landing. You're putting stress on the joints every night. Uh, but back to the Knicks. Um, real listen, quick, got... real quick, before you get back to the point, is uh, uh, was Kobe a Canelo fan? Um, I don't know, man. Couldn't tell you. I didn't even know he watched boxing. To, tr- to be honest Why? with you, Why do you, you know you bringing up that point with the uh, with you know the bulking up and you know, <laughs> so maybe, you know maybe they got the same guy. Who knows? Maybe uh, Clembuterol. Nah. Be, <laughs> be honest <laughs> with you. Hey, uh, a little be, Barry Bonds, a little shot in the ass. You know. To be honest with you, just, just I'm a on, Go ahead. I'm on the Frank Thomas stuff. The big hurt. <laughs> oh, the big I'm hurt. <laughs> yeah, you some big hurt stuff. He More said, like I'm, on <laughs> I'm on that new genics. I'm on that new genics. I'm on that testosterone booster. No. I'm getting lean, mean, and I'm a sex machine. That's right. You gotta be flexy with your sexy. <laughs> oh, but um. Jesus, oh man, you guys really <laughs> what I was saying. <laughs> man, I was wait till we get you on our on our cast, man. Oh but that's next. Listen, they got a steal in the draft with Mitch uh with Mitchell Robinson. That kid um like him. Most people don't know um the year before when all these kids, you know, Bagley and them was coming and Aiton was coming out of high school, he was ranked number three as a center coming out of high school. I, you know, I, I heard I had I had some knowledge of him and I didn't think that he, you know, I, I, th- I found it a little strange because I don't know if it was his management or whoever he was dealing with. He had some know. issues like, with but, college. He only played yeah. games and he left Western Kentucky. But look at this kid could jump out the gym, loves defense. Uh, I would say he needs to work on his rebounding uh, because his uh, boxing out skills are horrible. Um, but. He has energy, and what most people don't know, the man can shoot. Also, he can shoot a three. He just hasn't shown I, it yet. He definitely can shoot. And you know, I um, I, I got I got my own assessment of the Knicks, and I just want you know, I, I don't want to interrupt you if you, if you, but when I want to just yeah, go ahead, bro. Stay what you want me to go in? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I, All right, I think what, what's what's wrong with the Knicks is a three prong problem, right? Mm-hmm. I think that. Number one, management is bad, and they're trying to change the culture. I understand that. You know, when you have you got a new GM, you got a new, you know, you you got, you know, you, you still have Mills. That, you know? Shit, don't 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 even <laughs> remind me, bro. Don't even remind me. That's like that ex you just hear of you cringe. Remember, yeah. like in Disney when it said Mufasa, who say it again? It's like it's like that. Like I don't even want to hear that, man. It just bring chills, and, bro. Right, and you know you want to go from there, and it's like. They went and and the first of all, Dolan is Dolan, and you're not, you know, he's an owner. He's getting and, better. And he's he, he he's getting better because you you know what? He saved us because even though I thought he should have fired Phil before, not to cut you off, before he drafted this, this Frank, not, not, whatever. 
Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. I'm still not sold on him. Um, but he, I, I he saved like us, him. man. Because we would have had. Don't, I, don't I don't like, like him either. I don't. And, and I think that if you look at that draft, there was so many other Dennis guys that you could have picked before Junior. that. Come on, and, and, bro. And if you're gonna if you're gonna look at that draft, then you're gonna you're gonna have to look at it in in entirety. You're gonna say to yourself, this guy at the best, what he could be. Is a Bruce Bowen type of player? Oh my God! Or at best, Barbosa Bar- off the bench. Bob, that's it. That yo, great. That's it. Barbosa. He's Barbosa. That is a hundred percent. He's he's a he's a tall point guard. You know, only thing is he's not as quick as uh, Barbosa. You know, right. they can hit a little three here and there. They take it to the lane, but they're known for their defense. But to me, how good is his defense? Because I've seen him get cooked. All season, I think. So I think I'll, you I'll, know what his perimeter. See, would be you know when you were saying back to the everybody's a lockdown defender. You know why people confuse perimeter defense, passing lane defense, with up front on one on one defense. There are levels right. to defense. You know, I could play the passing lanes. That doesn't make me a great defender. That I means agree. I'm just smart enough to see the pass. I don't even think he's. I think that they're building him up to be a good defender in terms of. You know, I don't even think he is a point guard. I think he's no, a he's two not. guard that can't shoot. He's not he's a two guard that can't shoot, and he's very sporadic and he's very, very. fast. He, he jumps around and he moves around. He can't commit. I don't think he, he's a terrible shooter, but I think in I I think that you know, in terms of where you're going, I think in terms of when you look at the management, mm-hmm. I think that what the problem is, they had Phil that didn't work. Now they're trying to change the culture. Honestly, KP, I am not sold on KP. Thank you. I think KP is not. Thank I you. I think KP might be third, second on a given night, third string. You know, he's the third He's the third guy, third option. He is not yes. the guy. They keep saying, but you know what? New York is good for PR, and they try to build their They guys try up. to, and, man. And, and, and you got 50 guys there that are, I'm like, the whole team, if you look at our team, teams that are successful – have guys within the top 20 of their field of their position. We got nobody. Nope. We got KP, <laughs> and that's all. Nobody in there is really even a starter. You got three point guards that put together on that 84-1. Mm, yo, and I think that that's... Not the, real quick, real quick, um, real quick, before I forget the guard situation. Ain't that fascinating how many fucking guards we got? We got four <laughs> shitty guards, and then I think when you move forward... Then the next problem is, and, and and probably unpopular to the point, I think that when you when you look at the coach, I, I am not sold. He I was a good going to ask you, man, are I, you I'm sold on Fisdale? Thank I you, read my mind, Fisdale. Professor he, X. <laughs> he's not. He hasn't sold me on anything. He, a lot of kumbaya, meaning he's like talking about bringing people together a camaraderie, let's go to movies together, let's go to games together, let's do that. You know, I'm doing the opposite of what Phil and and uh, Hornacek was doing, but none of that shows me that he's willing to make the decision. He's moving lineups around, but are you willing to tell management, these guys are not caliber, starting caliber? Look, but no, they not. And this is the thing. Um, listen, he got outed out. In Memphis for a reason, bro. All right, Let, let's let's. We all know the size to everything. Um, and you mentioned Fisdale and another thing with the guards combined. You know what? Those two things are a problem. You know why? Because he loves small guards. Issue, and we have too many of them. We have Trey Burke. I like him, but he's a diluted, heavy diluted Iverson. Yeah, you and know, I, I hate to say that. Great one-on-one play could score here or there, but you know the problem is we play too much ISO ball. Uh, too much ISO that, ball, and we're Charlie, not moving the rock around. Char- Charlie, correct me if I'm wrong. There has to be a level of respect in the NBA when you see franchises that are winning and being flourishing, that are being successful, and they take a player and they release that player, and then you got to respect that team's. These are winning. Like Utah knew that the Burke wasn't the guy, and they let him go. And then we pick him up, and we take in all the yep. reclamation projects, the guys that are, are done and been dropped off other teams, and yet we want to take them and say, we're going to give them a second chance. That's That shit is not <laughs> with Dallas. rehabilitation ball. <laughs> with Dallas Cowboys. We're taking all the fucked up people, and we, we give New them New York Metadon ball. Papa, I'm saying I can shoot the three, kid. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though, because um, listen – 
Tim Hardaway Jr. I like Tim Hardaway Jr. I will say this. Fisdale has him playing his type of game because he's a shooter. Right. He needs to shoot. I, you know, yeah, he got a little hops. Let me see you shoot. And that's what he's doing. Coming off the picks, great and everything like that. But the problem is, you know what? Only he's only he, it's only him eating. Yeah. You know, the Knicks, if you look at their points productions, yeah, it'll go 24 points for him. 11, 11, 11, 10, 9, 7, 7. And it shouldn't be like this. It should be, you know, Lance, 24, 18. Lance should not be starting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lance should oh, yeah. not be starting. Victor Lance Cruz? Should... You talking about Victor Cruz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to like Victor Cruz. Uh, that Yo, Victor he Cruz playing basketball now. Frank Hell no. should Yo, be not starting. Yo, I'm waiting for – I can't wait for Kevin Knox to come back. That's who so, should be – that's – you know, and look, you got – And I'm mad he wasn't starting. Like, what? Are, are you kidding me, Fizdale? We need size. You started us in a small line. Praise God we're in the East. But I'm saying, get these rookies burned. You need to see what he can do before, you know what, contract time come up or, you know what, you let go of something good. Because as Knicks players, we always do that with our draft picks. David Lee and all these guys, you know, we let them go and they killed it somewhere else. I'm tired of seeing shit like that. And I think that what we, we are, we are becoming, you know what? The blue and orange is becoming similar to the Mets. Oh, that's where we man. become. <laughs> that's Another where blue and orange song, please. No. Yeah, we're becoming them when we take our players and we're saying the Mets said we have pitching, right? And they had these pitches. Now, then you go and you look at you look at our players. We are, are doing, uh, you know, fantastic with with giving up. Nick's Nick's um coaches are saying that we don't develop. Yeah, we're developing plays and we're sending them out. We're saying we're going to trade you. We're going to do this. And we're getting them. We have guys. We're saying we're going to go young. So then why is Lance starting? Yeah. Why is, Why are you talking about Courtney Lee? Trade him. And Yo, exactly. And I like Courtney Lee. Don't get it twisted. But, but guess you're starting before. new. When Philadelphia said trust the process, guess what? Everybody was gone. Right. You get a guy like that at the end when you know that you're coming together like they did. Well, you need exactly what you say. You know what? We got enough talent. We just need a few good veterans just to say, you know what? Take us home. And that's it. That's it. I I feel bad that we got all these fucking guards and we have no real big men. We got shitty. We got Ron Baker. Baker I like his his zone, you know. I like his zone. I like Ron Baker. He's the hustle player. And he can but, shoot the three every now and then. He's a very good spot-up yeah, shooter. No, that's great. But you got four guys there that are all second – like, they're all backups. Where is the guy that you see with the vision? Where is there a – did you see yeah, a guy in, in, in the draft that you could have traded, traded a pick second round and think, this is the kid I want to bring out of nowhere and think that? You know, I mean, I don't see them with the vision unless they're waiting for Chris Paul – and he's old, or waiting for Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving. Otherwise, what? Where do you? Where are you going with the? With um, speaking, that's a good point. Um, here's a good question. Since we, you know, both diehard Knicks fans, we got enough money. We're getting, we're getting nobody. By the way, that's that's <laughs> enough to 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 transform the the. You know what we probably got a chance of? That's a very good um that's a very good possibility that we get nobody. We're gonna get nobody it's, it's... and we're gonna overpay them. So we probably you know, you know what I'd like if you're gonna go for like you know, I I like a Lillard type of player. Kyrie is never coming over here. He's gonna stay in Boston as a one. Why would you come over here when they have no mm-hmm. proven player that you could that's what a guy looks for? Management, coach, unproven coach, unproven player, management that's not that great and Lower management that's not really proven either. So why, would all, why would I leave? Yeah, Anything. it's like why would I leave the Hamptons? You know, to go to the Bronx. Yes. Why would I do that? Why, why would, would I, I do that? that? Oh, wow. Why would I get over <laughs> Plus, I could play in a small market that doesn't exist. Yep. New York and is, make, you know, it's global now, so you don't have to be in New York to be in, a, in the epicenter. So you could go anywhere. Why would I come to New York and have them rip me because I'm not dropping twenty? We seen Melo drop mm-hmm. thirty points and still be like Melo couldn't finish the game. You know what kills me? Um, I also thought that maybe they don't get nobody because remember the big free agency year, Chris Bosh, LeBron James, and all of them. And, all of them. and um, we got Amari Stoudemire. And don't get it twisted. I wasn't mad, but I thought we overpaid just because at this point, we knew his knees were bothering him right. a little bit. 
Do you know, and I was happy because you know what? I was always a stat fan. But you know, you know time, Charlie, but you know what? We did the same thing. We did the same what? thing with Tim Hardaway and Antonio McDice. We did, we did that with everybody. Oh, yeah, Tim. We did that yeah. with everybody. That's our track record of overpaying for guys that, you know, we can't. So, we, you know, at this point, they know we got nobody. And they'll be like, nah, we got to, you know, they use us for leverage. And that's what I don't like. So you should be like, no, I'm not going to sit down with a guy unless he's going he's gonna to come over here and he's going to call us. If nobody calls, forget about KD is not coming here. None of those guys are coming here. Why would they? Um, he does want max money, but you know what? I don't. I mean, he, and he does have his championships. He could just be looking for accolades now, right? You know, he but you, could, you probably could go to anywhere that has better talent. <laughs> and what you know what? And there are a few teams like like you said, he can go to L.A. and say, you know what, I can get money and continue to win chips because you know if he goes to L.A. Ooh. Yeah, he could do that. He could go to Portland. Even he was in Seattle. Yeah, you know what could. I mean. It's the same quiet town. He doesn't seek notoriety. He's not a guy. And you know what? I I would love next time we got to talk about Leonard. I think he's one of the guys that are un really undervalued. Uh, oh, bro, players. man, I didn't think he would be killing it like this because you know what? Um, reason I was skeptical. I said, you know what? Pop is like Bill Belichick. You play in pop system, you you just get you just become awesome. You know, he puts on another ten years to your to your um NBA season. <laughs> you know, I agree. when you go play for Greg Popovich, because look at Paul Gasol. All Don't those Paul players Gasol. are all players that done. if you're a system system player and you can go in there and listen, I think that that's the problem when when they got um um uh, Aldridge. I think he was used to being the pivotal guy, like the main oh, guy. Oh, yeah, and they had to Give say, me. yo, that shit ain't happening. Here, right. We, we go for the open guy. If you don't get yourself open, and if you don't create, then you're going to have a problem because, you know, we, we believe in you're going to have to, you know, they have movement ball. The game has changed, but a lot of their fundamentals are the same. And I think Leonard is one of the players that got to be in the conversation, top five of the best. Oh, right now, um, shoot. If the NBA season was to end tomorrow, we talk about MVP candidates. I got Curry number one. I got number two, Kawhi Leonard. Number three, LeBron James, and number four, I would have uh, Demar Derozan. I like Demar Derozan, and you know what? I really... he's he's wilding right now. You know, I want to I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about some of the sleepers. Oh, my biggest one, I keep telling everybody, Sacramento. Sacramento. I like them. I like uh, them. They picked up Marvin Bagley. Uh, they got Willie Colley Stein. They have two big mother effers. Like, they could have the Twin Tower effect with Ralph Sampson, Hakeem Olajuwon. Right. Just with, you know, more defense, not as much uh, scoring because, you know, Hakeem, the dream, could really score. But these guys... They're huge in the middle, man. They're a big obstacle. Darion Fox has picked up his jump shot in his second year. Um, these guys are looking really good. Young, talented team. Um, they are in the new stadium, I think, for, what, the uh, third year or so. So uh, I see Sacramento actually making a push, and I can see them, like, just come, just not making the playoffs, but, like, saying, oh, man, they were tired. They, 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 I can see them as, like, Okay, there's two games left, and we got five teams, and this happened, this happens, then they out, and I can see them being out for certain reasons. Um, but they definitely want to come up on the East. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interject. Mm-hmm. I like Detroit, I really do. But are they a sleeper though? I don't are think they, they're I, a sleeper I, I because thought, of Blake. I, I but thought I think that, that they always, yeah, they're always expected to get there and lose. <laughs> But I like Detroit. They're not a sleeper, but they kind of are a sleeper because they got a new coach. They got, they got, you know, I I don't know. Like, that's scary when you have a new system in place. And I think that maybe it's coming around. You know what I mean? Like, Reggie's probably feeling better. You know, all those things are coming into play. That's, that's, that's true. Um, I think the sisters are going to take a dip. Oh, badly because I was very upset to see Ben Simmons did not work on his jump shot. Yeah, um, and that was the missing at. That was the missing. That's all he needs to be one of the best players ever to play the game because he always gets to the rock. 
Um, speaking of the sixes, you know, the reason why I'm so upset that he didn't pick up his jump shot, my man scored zero points. Get it? Scored zero points <laughs> in a playoff game last year. Like, Boston is his kryptonite. And yep. now we see you got Kawhi in the East. He shut him down. Yeah. He called him um, – he quoted to say that he's a freak. Say he has big hands, long arms, he's fast, pause. Said, um, <laughs> say, yo, he's a freak on defense. He's great. And now you've got two teams that could shut you down. Um, I, you know what? You know why you can call Detroit a sleeper? And I'm going to tell you why. And I agree, I agree with you now because, you know what? They, like you said, they weren't expected to do this good. So you definitely call them a sleeper because I told people Milwaukee was going to tear it up this year. Yeah. And I feel like you know why why I classify them as sleeper only because when you've been losing so long, no matter mm-hmm. what you have in your, you know, you just they have almost the same personnel and they they're just continuing, you know, they've been losing. So I feel like maybe the coaching change might just be a, you know, and also help. And that's a big thing when we think about it. You know, that's grown man talk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hope when you think about health, that's the big additive. But I think that. You know, and you know what? Who might be another sleeper? The Knicks. We might lose enough to get into the first round of the draft early in. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, real talk. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it, but, you know, it, here's the thing. If Fisdale feel, you know, we in the East, we can make it to the A spot. Okay, cool. And do what? Get blown the hell out? <laughs> you know? Um, if you're smart, yo, you, you fake it till you make it. You don't. You know, say you don't, yeah, you don't want it. Volume (laughs) one through ten, you know what I'm saying? You don't say, "Hey, we're losing on purpose." You make it say, "Oh, hey, we tried," and you keep it moving because you know what? If you can get a good draft pick, that's great. Imagine they can pick up a Zion Williamson. I mean, you know that be that be incredible. And I think that what happens is with New York, the tanking thing is a big thing, and they've been talking about the Jets it in New did York it. Shit, <laughs> I know, and that's a, that's another thing. We, you know what, we could do this forever. Right? Yo, we, yo, we got to talk football because it's been a while, but we're gonna have to save that for another time because it's been a while. Oh, My people wait. are killing me, saying, "Yo, I ain't showing football no love." It's just been yeah, two B's boxing and basketball. I'm not well versed in football. I'm sorry. But you know moment. what? You could bring me back on the NBA time. But we got to bring you guys back on everything just because this shit is funny as hell. I love yeah. it. But love that. But no, the NBA talks, man. Oh, definitely, man. I'm, I'm definitely going to have you on again. Yo, I'm going to have you come on Thank here you. with um, when I got the Nobleman because definitely. Nobleman. Oh, I love that. You, yeah, you know, you, good insight, you know your shit. Yo, definitely know your shit, man. The shit you, the points you were giving out. For things I were telling people for years, glad to know I'm not the only stupid person who's you're saying not, this shit. You're not the only crazy one. <laughs> you are not alone. Yo, qu- <laughs> quick question. I gotta. I want to know what you think about. Okay, these a lot of people are crying about. Oh, Kevin Durant. Oh, he he went to a team that he had up three and one. And I said so, and and, and joined a superstar team. So I said okay. So the fuck what? LeBron and Miami joined D Wade who was arguably a top three player, top five. Bosch, who was busting Dwight Howard ass, dropping 45 or 12 on him when he had his dreads, you know, bugging out. So I said, how, how, how is that any real different? They both left because they couldn't win. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree with you, but I, I think there's <coughs> an element that people are not even, not even thinking about that's deeper than that. Right, Charlie? Mm. When you look at that, you look at, the relationship that KD had with with, with Russ, Yo, and that you. was deeper than that. So that they didn't have, they had discourse, and you could tell Russell was doing what he was doing, he and was the KD was yes. doing right. And and it was another thing where I think I think honestly, I don't know if it was Russell, I don't know if it was KD, but they drove hard. One of them drove hard enough. Oh yeah, oh most definitely because he shouldn't have left. It was still Gucci there. They could have kept money going. there to be exactly. Made. Um. Because, okay, just like you said, and it's the, that's a great point. Because I've oh, always you, told people, you, you guys, you guys, you guys, are gonna have to. We're cut gonna it. have to break this up, and we're uh, gonna have to do this again. Guys, <laughs> yo, but let me just end this, and we're gonna. Like, the love this. affair has to come to a good end point, end. though, because, um, like you said, if you watch them throughout their whole career, you can see that you know what, he's not comfortable a hundred percent with Westbrook. 
he's going to leave eventually. And I think that there has – you know what? There goes Mello. Mello went over there. And Mello oh, went. yeah. Because, you know – well, also, he wasn't a great fit. And Billy Donovan is a terrible-ass coach. And, oh, my goodness. And Russell didn't – No, because he's not a point guard. How are you going to get the rock? Right. Three ball-dominant motherfuckers? Come on. But we gonna, That's true. We're going to end it on that. Grown man talks and thin line between sports and hate uh, presents. I had grown man talk sports and hate. That's right. We just had a goodbye. That was too. fantastic. That um, experience, man. I had a great time listening to you two. No, great, <laughs> you guys, great time you having you doing the, mind, the, the, the commentary. You know, doing the Joe Pesci over there and joking your ass off. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yo, know say now nah, this was. Def- We're gonna do this again. Oh, definitely, brown. definitely, <laughs> definitely. And yo. Peace and stay blessed. We out of here. D nice uppercuts. Charlie Brown. We out. Stay blessed. One. One.